Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. And today we are going to talk about the law of attraction. Five secrets no one wants you to know. And since I have so much to get through in this episode, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into the content. So the law of attraction, many of you have heard of it. Some of you haven't. Now, if you think this has to do with attracting women, it kind of does. But in this context, it isn't what it means at all. What it means is your thoughts attract to you the things that you're thinking about, the energy that you're putting out there, much like a magnet. So if you're thinking about negative thoughts all the time, you're going to attract to yourself negative circumstances, negative situations, negative people. If, on the other hand, you're putting out predominantly positive thoughts, loving thoughts, thoughts of excitement, thoughts of enthusiasm, feelings of enthusiasm, then that's what you're going to attract to your life. Now, a lot of you have seen that movie, The Secret, and that's what this all talks about. And a lot of people say, man, this is bullshit. This doesn't work. It makes no sense. I tried it and it didn't work for me. Well, there's a number of reasons it didn't work for many people. And I always think back to that funny show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If you've never seen it before, check it out. They talk about the law of attraction in these things called vision boards, where you basically put a bunch of stuff that you want to manifest into your life onto a board. And you think about it. You think about driving the Ferrari. You think about wearing the watch. You think about the hot girlfriend. And then suddenly they just manifest into your life. And while that's kind of how it works, there's a bunch of missing elements that The Secret didn't talk about. You know, The Secret was made for the masses. It was supposed to be one of those airy-fairy, give-hope, ultra-positive kinds of movies. And while I feel it was really good, and it was actually one of the first things to get me really into this spiritual realm, this law of attraction realm, they they left out a lot of things. And I'm going to talk about those today. But in the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he's like... He puts a Ferrari on his board and he's like, dude, what the fuck, man? It's been two days and I haven't manifested this Ferrari. I put it on my board. I thought about it. Why hasn't it come yet? And I thought that was a good illustration of how people kind of expect it to work and then they get all butthurt when it doesn't work. So we're going to talk about exactly how the law of attraction works. Okay, so first and foremost, most important thing is, brother, your thoughts, the energy you're putting out there, listen closely. That's creating your reality. Everything that you are today, I want you to look around you, the job that you have, the friends you have, the car you're driving, you attracted that. You manifested that. You are responsible for the situations that surround you. You literally get the life you choose. Nobody else gave it to you. You're not a victim. And I know a lot of you guys are disagreeing with me vehemently right now saying, no, but no, you did that. And if somebody fucked you over, you teach people how to treat you. So it's your fault. And you need to take full responsibility for your life, everything you have right now. Now, I want to let you know that your current situation is the way you thought, the way you thought up until this moment, when you now realize that you need to be responsible, you need to be the gatekeeper, you need to watch the thoughts that are coming out of your head because they are literally attracting to you like a magnet, your life situation. That's why I say all the time, brother, you got to stop complaining. You got to stop being negative. You got to stop hating on people because like a boomerang, you throw that shit out there, it comes back and it hits you in the face. That is literally how the universe works. My life has completely changed since realizing this. I don't attract to myself those asshole people, those bullshit situations, 
Everything generally works out for me. And frankly, I feel like I have a dream come true life. And the way it works is the better things get, the more you understand this, the more you can feel good, the more you can put those emotions out there and the more it comes back to you. But in the beginning, when your life kind of sucks, you need to monitor those emotions that you're putting out there, those thoughts, the complaining, the woes me, the (laughs) victim mentality, because you're just going to get more of it. You tell the universe, I'm a victim. Universe says, yep, you're a victim. You tell the universe, I'm lucky. I'm blessed. I am a girl magnet. I am a money magnet. Universe says, yep, you're lucky. You're blessed. You're a girl magnet. You're a money magnet. Here you go. And that's why in the Bible, which is one of the places where these spiritual truths are said, as well as in the Quran, the Bhagavad Gita, the Tao Te Ching, all the spiritual texts, the Bible says to those who have, more will be given. What does that mean? When you have, you feel affluent, you feel rich, you feel abundant, so you attract more of it. To those who don't have, more will be taken. And that's often the case, isn't it? Look at, you know, trailer home parks with meth heads. It just seems like everything always goes wrong for them. Even my own hair cutter, I've told you guys about her before. I was just in her chair a couple days ago and she's just complaining and complaining. And I said to her, I said, seems like you just kind of have bad luck, don't you? And she's like, I know. She's like, things always go wrong for me. And I was like, why do you think that is? She's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just doomed. I'm just uh, under an unlucky star. Now, I didn't feel like going on a whole Mark Singh tirade at that point. And I might in the future because she's cool and I care about her. But the reason she has that life is because she continues to talk about it. Your thoughts are very powerful. Your words are even more powerful. You put that shit out there, comes back to you. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in the chair looking in the mirror and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I am fucking blessed. I'm so glad I have this knowledge because bro, like her problems, I mean, bro, everything, like tires going flat in her car, the water heater in her salon broke, her daughter stole money from her, this, that, every time. It's like 120 different problems. And I'm just kind of sitting there like, damn, dude, you really do get the life you choose. You really do manifest your reality. So today we're going to go through five very important ways for you, brother, to manifest a reality that you want to manifest. So first and foremost, and I've talked about this before, appreciation. When you are appreciative for what you already have, and believe me, you have a lot, you have a lot to be appreciative for, you will attract more of that. When you complain about what you don't have, once again, the universe is just a mirror. It says to you, yep, you don't have that. I suck. I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm terrible with girls. I don't have enough money. Yep, 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 yep. That's your reality. But when you're appreciative and you say, dude, thank you for this bed. Thank you for this cell phone. Thank you for the Unapologetic Man podcast. Thank you for uh, a country who is not at war right now. Thank you for fill in the blank with whatever you have to be appreciative for you attract to yourself more of that. And when you feel now what you want to manifest later, for example, happiness, abundance, you want to feel rich, you want to feel like a girl magnet, when you feel that way and you visualize your life as it would be if you had that, first by starting with depreciation, then you attract that to yourself. Part of the reason Marissa and I always go out to dinner at super ritzy restaurants is because we want to feel rich. We want to get into that feeling of paying the valet to park our car, of like people waiting on us hand and foot, getting these Michelin star dinners. Marissa bought me for my birthday and some of you are gonna be like, dude, what the fuck? She, I'm really into fountain pens, I collect pens. She bought me a $600 pen for my birthday. And now you may be thinking, bro, what a waste of money. What the hell are you thinking? You could have invested that. And I'm actually gonna do a podcast about investing and how to manage your money, but it's important 
and when the time is right to feel affluent, to feel rich. And every time I get on the phone with one of you guys, and if you get the free consultation with me, you'll see me, I use that pen to write notes. It writes beautifully. I have professional paper and I write notes all about my clients. I love that pen. It makes me feel rich. So when you have that feeling of feeling rich, go test drive a BMW, go put your hands around the leather of a Bentley steering wheel and drive that thing. Go feel what it's like to sit, even in just the restaurant of like a really, really nice hotel, you begin to feel affluent. You begin to notice the affluence around you and then you attract that to yourself. Because if you can't feel affluent today, you're not gonna attract affluence to yourself tomorrow. Now, I also have a degree of minimalism. I've talked about simplicity. I don't have super nice watches. I don't have an extraordinarily nice car. I just have a forerunner, but I really like fountain pens. So that's where I'm willing to spend a little bit more money. What, what is it that you like? What makes you feel rich? Could be like a nice massage. You go to the spa, have like two people on you and you spend some money on that. And I'm going to talk about that too in an upcoming podcast, but let yourself feel affluent. If you want to attract more money, carry a hundred dollars in your wallet and look at that hundred dollars and say, dude, I could buy anything, right? I know how much money I have in the bank and savings. I always look at different like campers and houses and things like that. I'm like, I could buy that. I could buy that. I could buy that if I wanted to. I don't want to, but I could. And then that makes me feel rich. And then consequently, man, I just keep attracting more and more money. It's like, it just comes to me in crazy different ways. And when it comes to money, one thing I want to say which was a big epiphany for me is money is being attracted to you and usually it comes through your job. But your job doesn't dictate how much money you attract to you. That's just the vehicle that brings it into your life. So I get money all kinds of unexpected ways because I'm constantly focusing on money. I'm constantly thinking about it. It's what I'm really into right now. I want to attract more of it. I'm really into investing. I count my numbers. Every single payment I get, I put in my spreadsheet and what you focus on expands. And that's actually the next point. When you focus on something, it expands. If you focus on how you don't have money, how you don't have girls, how you don't have game, that's what expands. So focus on what you do have. Maybe you have a really good looking face, but your body's kind of blown out. Or maybe you have a great body and you're a butterface. Everything's good, butterface. Ever hear that one? Everything's good, but your face. Always focus on what's attractive about you. Focus on what kind of money you have, what kind of affluence you have. Maybe you have a sick car that you're really proud of. Like you want to focus on that, work on it, be appreciative for it and feel rich by driving it. So this leads me to my next point. A lot of people say the law of attraction doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work unless you put actually work behind it, unless you work hard to get what you want to get. See, the universe is going to line itself up to deliver to you what you're focusing on. But if you're just sitting there like a schlep in your chair eating ding-dongs and ho-hos playing video games and you expect a fucking hot girl to manifest and just slide onto your dick, obviously, brother, that's not going to happen. You need to put intention into it, working on yourself to learn the laws of attraction, to reprogram your brain, all the while focusing on ways to attract tons of girls into your life, telling yourself, I am a girl magnet. If you're not saying that freaking 100,000 times a day, you need to begin doing that. Also with money, I am a money magnet. You need to begin to feel that way, right? The more you say it to yourself, the more it manifests. But a lot of people think the law of attraction doesn't work because bro, they don't do the fucking work to manifest what they want. The universe is a co-conspirator. It isn't just a deliverer. You need to get off your ass and do something. 
So for me, for example, I really want to make this podcast successful. Dude, I'm dropping three episodes a week. It may seem like it's easy. I have just all this just coming out of my head. And in a way, I kind of do. But bro, like I prepare this shit. I work hard. I really try my best with this and I put a lot of work into it. And then what happens? The universe lines up because I'm focused on, I'm always looking at my numbers. I'm always focusing on how can I get more podcast listeners, more downloads? How can I get more reviews? How can I get more of you champions to come listen to me? And then out of the blue, Trip Kramer hit me up. He's like, bro, come on my podcast, How to Talk to Girls. I went on his podcast. My fucking downloads doubled. I'm going on all these other podcasts. Marnie and I became friends, um, Marnie Wingirl Method. And I just keep attracting these amazing people into my life that are helping my business grow because I'm focused on my business. And also I'm focused on giving. And this comes to number three, is that if you want something, you have to give it first. Brother, I cannot tell you how important this is. So many of you guys, and I'm not ripping on you if this is you, but so many of you guys are just takers. You just want to take and get and steal and just manipulate people to get what you want. The crazy thing about the universe, and I'm actually going to talk about this later in a different podcast, but the crazy thing is, is that you only get what you want when you give it first. You want love, you have to give love. You want to smile, you have to give a smile. You want money, and here's the part you're going to hate hearing. You have to give money away. There's a story, and I forget what the man's name is, but he was a millionaire, multi-multi-millionaire, and he wanted to get rid of all his money before he died. So he started taking millions and giving it to this charity, that charity, this person, that person, and you know what? When he died, he had more money than when he started giving it away. Think about that. He had more money, and he tried to give it all away. But see, this is how the universe works. You give money, it comes back to you. Every month, I give 10% of my revenue to charities. St. Jude, Wounded Warrior Project, all these beautiful charities that I believe in. And dude, the money just comes back. I'm telling you, every 100 bucks I give, I get like 300 back. And that's the way the universe works is it's counterintuitive to how you think it works. See, the way the ego is, is take, 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 manipulate, get one over on that guy, um, steal this money, try to put myself in a position where I can beat people and destroy the competition. The reason I really like Trip of the Trip Kramer podcast is because he reached out to me, his competition, quote unquote. He's like, come on, bro, I want to help you. I know I'm bigger than you are, but I want to help you because that's the way I understand the universe works. Because when I help Mark sing, it's going to help me in the long run. And I'm sure it has. I'm sure it's come back to him. And I want to do the same for him. So I give 10% to charity. I give love to people. I give compliments to women. I look at a woman, a hot woman, and I say, dude, bless you. You are beautiful. God, thank you. Thank you for your existence. That appreciation again. I also look at dudes who pull hot girls. And I say, bro, bless you, man. Good job. I look at guys who drive Bentleys and Ferraris and Lamborghinis. And I say, bless you, brother. You did it, man. You did it, bro. Congratulations. And a lot of us do the opposite, don't we? We say, fuck that guy, dude. He must be a trust fund baby, motherfucker. He probably screwed over people in order to get his money. That is an illusion, man. The way to become it is to bless it, to to respect it and appreciate it and say, yeah, brother, how can I help you? How can I help you today? How many times have you said that to somebody? How can I help you? I have so many listeners write me and God bless you, brother, if this is you, you're probably just learning this, hearing this for the first time, but just wanting to take, hey, send me the conversation sniper. Give me this, give me that and I'll do it. But in my head, I'm like, brother, you should give first. 
Like, yo, Mark, you've really changed my life. You've helped me out. Could I, could I please get that program? Or Mark, I left you a great review. Could I please get that program? The way I got in with Marnie, the way I got in with John Anthony is I gave him something up front. I said, here you go, dude. I don't want anything in return. Let me help you. Let me do that. Then what happened, they began to trust me more. We became friends. Give and you will get. That is a universal law. It works every single time. All right, point number four is to ask. And a lot of us, including me, until I learned this, are so unbelievably unspecific and unclear about what we want. A lot of guys tell me, I just want girls, man. I just, I just want girls, you know, just be able to, to get girls. And I'm like, okay, how many dates a week? What do these girls look like? How many girls exactly do you want to be talking to per month? How many girls do you want to have sex with per month, if any? How many girls would you like to interact with on a day-to-day basis? How many girls are you texting with? I don't know. Well, bro, you got to get very specific because if you give an arbitrary number, both to the universe as well as to your subconscious mind, it's going to be like, well, I don't know what to do with that. I don't know how to get you that because that isn't clear. So here's what I want you to do. Every morning when you wake up, ask both the universe, and if you don't believe in the universe, God, source energy, then just ask yourself, your subconscious mind, your smarter self, your deeper self. I want $50,000 revenue per month. I want a new girl in my bed every week. And she's going to be blonde. She's going to be a nine or above. I want that car. I want that job. And just ask. So few of you guys actually ask. Like you need to get specific. I literally ask for the amount of money I want. I ask for the kind of life I want. I ask for whatever it is. Like I want to get bigger calves and a bigger butt. That's what I'm working on right now. So I'm like, I want bigger calves. I want them to be this circumference. And I want a butt that looks like that dude at the gym. And when I see that dude's butt, between you and me, bro, don't tell anybody else I said this, I say, bless you, man. You got a nice caboose there, buddy. I wish I had one like that. And I know, dude, like when guys look at me, you know, I'm ripped, I'm 44, I'm tall and lean and I'm very cut. I'm sure a lot of guys hate on me. But it's the dude who looks at me and says, good job, bro. Like you're in your mid 40s and you have a six pack. You're fucking shredded. Like my arms are really cut. Like you can see my shoulders, my tries, everything like that. I have a small butt and skinny legs, but my arms look good. And I'm sure a lot of people hate on me, but it's the dude who says, bro, good job, man. You're doing great. And a couple people do. Those are the guys who are going to be able to achieve that. Because once again, when you hate on somebody, when you despise them, and try to insult them because your ego can't handle their success, which you and I both know is the truth of it, your ego can't handle their success, you are not gonna be able to achieve their success. That's why it's so counterintuitive and you see this, you know, in in music, like rap music, in in society, uh, nations going against each other, in businesses, businesses trying to take, take each other out. That kind of confrontational, egoic battleground just makes it so much harder for yourself. When you screw over the competition, like, for example, a valet company going and spreading bad rumors about a different valet company happened years ago in my city. What happens? The one that spread the rumors to try to take out the other ones are the ones who got taken out. And that's the way it works. What comes around goes around. Basic universal law. All right, and finally, guys, and this is one of the biggest epiphanies for me, wanted to save it till the end, neediness, neediness. Here's the thing, is that with women particularly, perfect example, as well as money, but I want to relate this to women first. When you want them, but not need them, you will get them. Again, when you want them, but not need them, you will get them. When you send the message to the universe, I need money, 
ah, I need more money. I need more girls. I, I, ah, I need more of this. And you have that needy, desperate vibe behind it. What happens? That's right, bro. The universe says, yeah, you're right. You need it. You're desperate. You need that really bad. <laughs> I'm not going to give it to you because you're sending me the signal of neediness and you attract exactly what you put out there. So if you're putting needing, it's going to say, yep, you need. See, the thing to put out there is wanting and already experiencing having it. That's why when I see a woman, I say, bless you. Like in a way, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, it's almost like I have you already. I don't even need you, but because I already kind of have you, I want you, but I don't need you. And that's the perfect way to behave with women. You want them, you're interested, but it's like, girl, chill out, dude. Like I'm good without you. With money, it's the same way. If you're like, oh, I, I need more of this money. I can't, I can't make my bills. I, I can't get this. When you put that out there, and I know in certain situations, some of you guys are in the situation right now. I know it's hard to not feel needy towards it. But here's the truth. And I want you to listen very fucking carefully. It's so simple, but it's so true. You do not have to worry about money. You do not have to worry about money. In fact, every time you worry about money, you're pushing it away from you. When you have faith that the money will come, and I know this is probably pissing you off to no end, some of you, but I'm telling you, when you just say, it's going to work out, it always does work out, and the less I stress about money, the less I worry about it, the faster it's going to come in. And what happens then? It works. The money comes in wherever it comes from, either through your job, you get an inheritance, you get some bill from the government because of COVID that happened, you know, to some people where they got bills coming in and you're saying, oh shit, where did this come from? Because when you're not needy, it comes to you because you're like, it's going to come. Yep. It's going to come. The universe says, okay, then you get the money. You say, holy shit, this works. I don't have to worry about money. Holy shit. I had the belief that when I worried about money, I, it was somehow buy me money. A lot of us have to admit we have that belief. If I worry about this, it will purchase me it. That goes back to childhood. It's metaprogramming. When I cry, when I complain, I get what I want, right? When I cry, mommy brings me a bottle, right? That's what we unconsciously believe. Then we get older and we keep doing it. And it doesn't work. Like I'm crying harder and harder, yet I'm not getting what I want. It's because you're putting that neediness out there. But when you say to yourself, dude, it's going to work out, there's abundance, there's money everywhere. Bro, look at what you're wearing. The clothes on your back is money. The shoes on your feet is money. If you're driving in a car right now, that's money. If you're listening to this on a cell phone, there's money. There's literally gold in your cell phone, bro. You're holding gold in your hand. If you're inside, the roof above your head is money. The bed you sleep in is money. It's all around us. It's abundant. So when you feel that abundance and dude, there's plenty, they're printing money every day. They're printing it. It literally goes on trees. It's made out of wood and women. There's fucking women everywhere. When you guys get one nightis, you're like, Mark, I have to get this one girl. I'm like, bro, you are in the sickest scarcity mindset ever. There are millions and millions, like a flood of women, too many, too many. And when you get game, bro, I'm telling you, there are too many. Like I always say, your dick is going to look like a shriveled burn victim hiding in the corner of your underwear because there's too many girls. This is abundance. So that neediness, like, I need that girl. It is so counterintuitive to how nature is. Look at animals. They don't stress about where the next meal is going to come from. 
They don't stress about how they're going to survive. It just happens. There's abundance. The mountain lion will always find a deer to eat. The deer will always find grass to eat. The grass will always have enough sun to grow. That's the way the universe is, and that's the way it is for you. So when you have that neediness, you push it away from yourself. And I want you to really get this. I know it sounds so simple. Brother, you do not have to worry about money. You don't. Isn't that a great epiphany, a great realization? It was for me. You don't have to worry about girls. There's plenty of them. That one girl you're obsessed over is just one girl. Get the fuck out of the scarcity mindset. Jesus, bro. Damn. All right, boys. So those are the five points, okay? Appreciation. What you focus on expands. Hard work. Focusing on what you want. Give what you want. Give money to charities. Give love to women. Bless those who have what you want. Ask and be very damn specific. I want to know exactly what you want. And I want you to know what you want. And I want you to say it to the universe, to your subconscious mind every single morning. And finally, neediness. I want you. I don't need you. I really don't. I'm totally fine. And honestly, like when clients come and they want to join my program, that is so how I feel because I have such a long waiting list that it's like, bro, like you're fucking dope, dude. I want you to join. Let's go, brother. But you know what? If it's not a good fit, it's cool. Like I'm not tripping. I'm not going to sit here begging. And what happens? I have tons of champions who join eagerly. And because I'm not needy for them, I can serve them better because I'm so fucking confident in my coaching program. I'm confident in what I do. And when I would talk to girls, it would be the same thing. Like, hey, I'm a fucking champion, dude. I have tons to give you. But if you don't want it, cool. Trust me. The next bus will come. Plenty of fish in the sea. And I've got like 56 damn fishing poles in those seas. So don't even trip. It like really doesn't matter. And what happens? She's giving me her phone number. She's texting me when I text her. It's on because I'm not being needy. This is the way the universe works. Very counterintuitive. All right, boys, so I hope that helped you better understand the law of attraction. There's a lot more to it, maybe even enough to warrant another podcast in the future, but those were some of the biggest epiphanies for me when it came to the law of attraction. Using them every day, as I do, I do walk the talk, has changed my life completely to the point where you know, I, I literally feel blessed. I feel lucky. I feel like I won the lottery, and I have. I have. And I give appreciation every single day for it. I appreciate you too, man. I appreciate you listening. You and I are brothers. If we were in the same city, we'd definitely be homies. I do appreciate you. And I want you to appreciate yourself, appreciate the life that you have, all the riches around you, all the girls around you. Appreciate those wonderful things about yourself and more of them will manifest and you will get the life you choose. All right, boys, that's it for me. I got another awesome one dropping on Monday. So please stay tuned for that. If you're interested in any of the stuff that I do, just click the links in the description below that will explain it all. And I will see you in the next episode.